on today's I didn't say that quarantine life all day every day for the next couple of weeks let's go All right, and as always, before we get going, we want to give a shout out to our friends at Freedom First Company with their awesome shirts, and they've made cool I Survived the Coronavirus Quarantine shirts, and all I got was this lousy shirt. So, you know, bring a little levity to your life while you're stuck at home. Uh, As always, you can use the promo code didn't say, all one word, no apostrophe, at freedomfirst.co and get yourself some cool shirts. All right, so... Uh, freedom at freedomfirst.co on Instagram. Yes. At freedomfirst.co. Uh, so we have CNN on next to us for some ungodly reason. And Every time I walk to the living room, Max has CNN on. I'm like, why are we watching this? For the love of God. <laughs> Please to be turn fair, it off. To be fair, generally, it's either Fox or MSNBC, to be completely honest. It's, that's not true. Mostly Fox. Um, but anyway, so CNN is reporting that, uh, de Blasio said that in two to three weeks, New York city is going to run out of medical supplies, which seems unnecessarily. Is he taking into account that Pence and Trump already announced that 3M is now going to be able to make all of their masks compliant well, for the hospitals. So let's so let's let's go to the start of it. Let's let's start at the beginning. Um, you know, every day we've been watching these coronavirus task force briefings with Trump and Fauci and Burks and Pence and other, you know, assembled members of the the team there at the white house and we've also been led into by all those by governor cuomo of new york who you know i think was the first public official to really point out how many people have recovered from the virus yes uh so a lot of kudos it seems like cuomo and trump are working really closely together on this one and seem to be pooling resources and bouncing ideas off of each other and coming to a consensus and moving from there um which is i think a really cool story um you know obviously cuomo is from the the i guess we would call the biden wing of the democrat party at this point so we know where cuomo is but i mean he's really Governor Cuomo has been cutting a campaign ad for Donald Trump every day this week uh, in terms of his praise for the response that the uh, that 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 President Trump has had on the virus. Um, So so that's been so that's been cool to see. But beyond that. Yeah, we're we're in day whatever. (laughs) Day whatever. Day whatever. When did when did his fifteen days thing come out? Was that Monday or was that Tuesday? Yeah, it was Monday. Or Sunday? Oh, I can't remember anymore. The days are both going very quickly and very slowly all at the same time. Um, but no, they made an excellent point this morning. Pence said, I went to 3M in Minnesota, I think. Yes. A couple of weeks ago to discuss getting more of the N95 masks. Apparently, I think they make like 
35 or 25 million or something a month and only 5 million are allowed to go to hospitals because that reaches their liability capacity. So they've raised that so they can send all of their masks. And folks, this is what we mean by getting rid of regulations. So essentially, all of those masks are compliant to go to a hospital. However, 3M can only give out so many before their insurance liability will not cover them for inevitable litigious a- allegations against them. Should something go wrong. Should anywhere, something go wrong. At any time. Right. And so when you give it to a hospital like a lot of people die when they go to the hospital. So your odds are a lot higher than, say, giving it to a construction worker who's not very likely to die because of a mask malfunction. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think Cuomo put it really good this morning. It was like, when we start asking doctors and other healthcare professionals to use a bandana instead of a mask, it's time to start making more masks. <laughs> um, we have masks. Which is... Yeah, which is what's happening, as Katie pointed out. It's it's been a. I'm not even really going to get in. I don't think we're going to get into any of like this this kind of second guessing of Trump at this point. It's not really productive, and it's not really accurate to be completely honest. Because we can all point to when he closed off flights from China to the United States. Uh, Senator Schumer, Senate Minority Leader leader chuck schumer said that it was racist and then uh deleted the tweet to try to cover his tracks um so i mean really everyone's kind of been behind trump on this it's very easy to second guess but the fact of the matter is is that more and more and more democrats are coming out day by day being like yep nope trump trump's kind of nailed it kind of nailed this one um and it goes back to a lot of the hatred against trump now and a lot of the anger against trump coming from the media has nothing to do with how he is handling the crisis, it is the words that he is using while he handles the crisis when it comes to the China flu or right. the Wu flu or T- the Kung flu. Typical media. Because- you know, they have, they, have nothing, they have nothing to criticize him about. So it's like, well, we're going to go after him for, how, for why he's being so negative towards China. And, and um, well... I think it was the Federalist. It was Mark Hemingway and the Federalist last June. I want to say June or July 19th of 2019. He has a very good rundown. You can look it up. It's floating around social media. But if you look up Mark Hemingway, Federalist, China and journalism, mainstream media, um, it's either June 19th of 2019 or July 19th of 2019 where he uh, exposes how much the Chinese Communist Party has uh, invested in American media and that these mainstream media outfl- outlets are their salaries are paid for by the Chinese Communist Party and so they are going to parrot the Chinese Communist Party's talking points which is why you have someone like uh, y- y- Yamichi Ceviche I, I don't know Alcindor the, the reporter from NPR oh who asked Donald, uh, who asked President Trump yesterday about, you know, well, there is someone in your staff who referred to it as the Kung Flu, Yamichi Alcindor. And President Trump goes, well, who was it? Well, it was someone. Well, who was it? Who said this? Tell me who said this. It's the China flu because it came from China. Do you dispute that? No one disputes it. 
So this is all they have to hang on to. So, so let's never forget that the media is constantly trying to divide America, even during this quote-unquote time of crisis, um, because, you know, Donald Trump said that a virus that came from people eating bats in China came from people who were eating bats in China. Uh, it's like... It, it, it doesn't make any sense at this point, but that that's where the media is. It's pretty funny. The president told them to go to hell today. And actually, let me, let me rephrase that. President Trump, in one of his great moments today at his press conference, scolded the media on not following the social distancing. Yep. There's too many of you in this room. We got to get rid of you guys. 75, 80% of you, we've got to get rid of. There's too many of you in this press briefing room. And by the way, we are talking about a president who has stood up there day after day after day after day after day and answered questions from the press. I cannot recall a president in my lifetime who takes as many questions from the press head on day after day after day during a crisis than President Trump. He does it every day. This is the most transparent White House in history. I mean, does anyone remember during Barack Obama's presidency, St. Obama, about the length of time it was between his press conferences? Barack Obama was famous for never taking questions from the press, even though he knew they would be softballs. He was never asked a hard question in his life. Right. President Trump is answering every single question from a very hostile press, a press that only knows how to ask antagonistic and in, antagonistic questions based off of inaccurate information. These are what Stalin would call your useful idiots. Right. Meanwhile... Except they're useful idiots for China. Meanwhile, 100% the media overblew this. If the media had not been hysterical, yes. we would not have the country shut down now. Yes, people will be infected. Yes, some would die. That's the flu. You live on. It's Darwin. But because they went and made a big deal about it, Trump had to go and make a big deal about it. And so they were finally like, we did it. We tanked the economy. Everyone's going to see that Trump's economy was non-existent and he's a terrible leader. And instead, he is now taking charge, being a great leader, Coming up with economic solutions in three months, this will all be behind us. Our economy will be back, and you know what Trump's going to be left with? A ton of sound bites from Democratic governors praising his leadership. Oh, not even governors at this point. Ilhan Omar praised him today. Yeah, everyone's praising him. I'd like to point out, except for except for Cuomo, everyone on the Bernie side of the Democrat Party is starting to praise Trump. Because he's taking aggressive government action. Right. I think it's something just to point out for the future. I don't think, I still don't think Bernie Sanders supporters are going to show up. I think there's, they are, they will abstain in November. Right. But right now. We're going to have an election. They where seem to be praising Donald Trump. We're going to have an election where Trump is going to stand there with a recovered economy, mm -hmm. people praising him, amazing leadership during a crisis, frankly, made by the media. Yep. And your juxtaposition is a bumbling idiot 
who has dementia, doesn't know where he is, and swears at voters. Who are you going to vote for? You know, more and more, I know people always compare this to 2012. I just want to say how this is the 2012, and instead of facing a virus, Barack Obama, President Obama at the time, was facing a constitutional crisis that his signature legislative achievement was going to be declared unconstitutional by the Supreme Court. And uh, a Bush judge, a Bush judge, John Roberts, came in, saved the day for Barack Obama. And after that, it was very clear how the election was going to go. He was going to defeat Mitt Romney because Mitt Romney, there was really no energy around Mitt Romney. It was, um, well, it can't be any worse than this guy. And that's not enough to win a presidential election. And I think you're right, Katie. I think President Trump is going to walk away from this going, hey, we did it a combination my way, your way. I listened to people. I had praise from around the country. I got us through it. I got us through it. And then there's going to be Joe Biden standing there going, well, I would have done it differently. (laughs) It's like. Okay. What? T- well, who am I? Why am I here? You know, I, you know, Joe Biden. He just doesn't have you know the mental capacity to be up there. I mean, Lord only knows what he's going to be like in October. I mean, this is someone who might shit his pants on national television <laughs> during a presidential debate. So there we are. Uh, but I, I think let's 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 move on into the the more fun part of this, which is uh, for the past three days, I have left the house. We have left the house, but we've been social distancing. Okay. We also only went out for essentials. I went out for coffee in the morning. An essential. An essential. Drive through only. Food and Bev is essential, according to the government. So, and I didn't touch anyone. And then we went out and I got well, a Well, I should tea. hope not. You're married. <laughs> And then I went out and got a bubble tea. Also essential. I need to support our local businesses. I actually did it for her one of the days. Um, Because if this crisis kills my one bubble tea shop in New Hampshire, I will lose it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. There's one in Portsmouth, but there's one in Durham. Yeah, that one's probably already gone by now. It wasn't very good to begin with. And now we have a crisis. Shots fired. Shots fired. When was the last time I went there? Like, I only go to the one in Portsmouth because it's better. It's true. <sighs> so I've been supporting. But I, f- I feel good about it because uh, I think it was Monday. What was the day that Sununu announced all the restaurants and bars were closing? Is that Sunday? Monday? It was Monday. Monday, Monday I went and I asked the storekeeper. I was like, are you guys going to stay open? And he was like... Yeah, we're, you know, unless something crazy happens, we're going to stay open. And I was like, oh, good. I'll, like, I'll be here. And he was like, yeah, all of my regulars have been coming today. And I was like, oh, thank you. So hopefully he'll be okay. Anyway, and then went to the grocery store, also essential. And we've been to the grocery store. Well, I went to the grocery store on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, which was after when the ban came down. Uh... You know, I don't want to say war zone, but it was certainly every person for themselves. It's also, like, shockingly sad what people eat. Like, seriously. We have had no problem stocking up on vegetables. Nope. And fresh, still fine. fresh food items, except for chicken. Chicken and eggs were very hard to come by. 
Which, thank God people are eating some protein and not just bread and pasta. So we have cartons of egg whites. We have three or four dozen eggs in there at this point. We've got a lot of chicken. So we're, 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 we're pretty good. Uh, stopped at a local brewery today. Support your local breweries if you can. Make sure to tip when you're buying cans. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, most places that we have been to, there's Purell everywhere. <laughs> Which, or wipes. I just, I don't. And everyone, everyone does practice social distancing. No one, an antisocial nation does not need to be told to become more antisocial. Right. But, oh, we went to, um, we went to Best Buy today. Yes. Because we needed some cords, which we could have ordered from Amazon, but we needed them today. Buy local. And buy local. Buy local. And we went in there, and some people, some of the employees were wearing uh, plastic gloves. Oh, no. Oh, and then no, no, we no. go up to check out, and there's two girls working the cash register. We get the girl with the plastic gloves. Great. She's on top of it. Her coworker next to her not only does not have plastic gloves, but she put her hand in her mouth to pick something out of her teeth and then proceeded Dig it to in there. Dig it in there. like give this man his stuff in the bag and the receipt. And I was like, someone missed the memo. Also, like that's repulsive behavior, whether or not there's a pandemic going around. Like, bleh. so. I don't know. And she touched her face a bunch, too. I mean, she's definitely it's, got corona. It's a disease. 100%. Yeah. yeah. She, she's, she's dead now. Um, uh, let's see. What else? So we had that. We had we had the supermarket experience. We had the Best Buy experience. Oh, the mall. That was weird. Oh, the mall was, like, technically open, as technically. in the doors opened and GameStop, the music was playing. GameStop was open. Mind you, this mall is already on its last leg, so probably it's not going to make it through this uh, crisis. Not a chance. Not a snowball's chance. It is going to be a wasteland. But see, this is very annoying to me. This stupid crisis hit at the same time that I normally get all my bulk things. So, like, I like to get seasonal soaps, and they usually last me a couple of months. And now I'm at the point where I need them. We buy a lot of paper towels and toilet paper in bulk. And this just happens to now be the time we would normally need to get things. And it's driving me a little batty. So anyway, we were there for Bath and Body Works and they were closed. And it was sad. I, we didn't really venture. It's like right by the door. And once we saw it was closed, I was like, all right, we're getting out of here because like this is spooky. I wanted to venture around, but it was a little, it was a little spooky. It was, it was spooky. a little like, it was a little dystopian very much like there's this might be a lawless part of the country right now and we don't need to get involved with well, some sort of mad max like, fury road type nonsense i'm trying to be good about things right like if i don't have a need to be there then i'm not going to be there we went there for a store it wasn't open so we're gonna leave we're not gonna like keep mulling around we weren't packing heat so it really wasn't safe um, but no, you want to talk about lawless. Let's talk about Philadelphia and San Francisco. Oh yeah. Well, 
eh, you know, San Francisco's already lawless. I mean, talk about a place where it's just um, it's shelter in place if you're a taxpayer and if you're a homeless person, um, continue abusing. Go ransack the CVS. Drugs. Go continue to ransack pharmacies. Go continue to cause havoc because the police aren't going to stop you. Um, yeah, so Philadelphia, Philadelphia is even worse. has now declared that none of these will yield an arrest or proper police booking. You guys ready for this list? All narcotic offenses, That's theft right. from persons, retail theft, theft from auto, burglary, vandalism, all bench warrants, stolen auto, economic crimes, and prostitution. So basically, if you live in Philadelphia and own anything, be it a house, a car, a business, it won't be there after the pandemic. You're it's bleeped. all going to be gone. You're bleeped. It's all gone. So prayers to Philadelphia, but you know, you voted these idiots in. So yeah, I was going to say no prayers to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a dump. So. You get what you, you, you reap what you sow. Yep. No sympathies. Whatever. Oh, wow. Look where the virus starts on the CNN Global Town Hall. It starts in China. But it's not from, did, it's not Chinese, did, Max. Did this virus originate from China? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, it did. Where else did it originate from? It's just, just crazy. Um, so anyways, I'm hoping that the essential house, essentially the house arrest we're all under will go away by middle of April. We played golf yesterday. Yes, that was wonderful. We played 18 holes of golf yesterday. Honestly, if the weather wasn't so terrible, we may not even notice because we would just golf every day because that's a perfect social distancing activity. We're going to go out again tomorrow. But it's Katie doesn't been know raining. Katie doesn't know this, but we're playing golf it, tomorrow. I don't know what he's talking about. It's raining, and it's I'm not going in the rain when it's freezing. I'm playing crazy gonna go play the links <laughs> um stop at north country cider okay calm calm down it's going to be 52 by 11 a.m tomorrow it's supposed to get up to 66 is it not going to be warm anymore well, I'm just 80 percent chance of rain also yeah we didn't even talk about how mother nature is off her rocker if we get a tea time at 10 we're done hold on hold on four. mother nature is trying to Dump three to five inches of snow on Monday, and I'm not having it. It is officially spring. No, it's a today is the first opinion. day of spring. It's a disgraceful opinion. The the snow is over. Shocker. No more snow. It's an absolute shocker. You know, I, I gotta say, brother nature, mother nature, whatever you want to refer to it as. I mean, just let's talk about an absolute lack of decision making ability. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine a managerial a managerial decision worse than dumping three to five inches of snow on an area of the country that's already decided it's golf season. It's golf season. You can't it's not go. Season you can't. You do can't go this. from sixty six degrees you on Friday to I'm three sorry. to five inches on Monday. You're having a laugh, son. You can't do it. You can't do it. It absolutely can't be done. I don't know why they're thinking of doing this. All I need to say is to the nature, mother nature community. You gotta pull your heads out of your asses. Whoa, language! This is not happening. You've got to okay, stop okay. this. Okay, okay. I just looked it up. Now it's down to one to three. So maybe by some miracle we'll get out of this. You know, it'll see, just turn into rain. You know, see, they're listening to the people, but I just think it's an absolutely disgraceful opinion on behalf of Mother Nature to think that they're going to snow in New Hampshire in March. 
Late March. It's got to go. We've already started playing golf. I'm sorry. You could have uh, a cold rain. You're not allowed to have a pandemic and snow. No, you, no, you no, can't have no, both. no, no. Unless it's like, uh, like Christmas. You want a pandemic at Christmas? I found Christmas quarantine. Oh my god! Which tell them about the liquor store? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went into the New Hampshire State Store, Portsmouth Traffic Circle, on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday. We've lost all track of time. This that happens when you're stuck oof. in your house. <laughs> so, we're at the store. And? No, I'm just doing some calculations. And uh, So, anyways, I was at the store on Tuesday. We're going back tomorrow. And um, I heard some of the employees talking to each other, and they compared the business at the liquor store to the pre-Christmas rush. <laughs> and I don't think I have to tell you that at the New Hampshire store, the pre-Christmas rush is the busy time of the year. A hundred percent. People are apparently at home, sitting on top of toilet paper, drinking wine and eating bread. Apparently that's what everyone's doing. That was my breakfast. I don't... What? what why are you... <laughs> I, like, I live with a hater. I live with a hater. I stand by coronavirus is not what's going to take down this country. It's our poor eating habits that in a crisis, we're like, let's get all the pasta and bread. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. And toilet paper. And toilet paper. Wow. We have we have plenty of paper towels. Should we say that out loud? Someone might rob us. Max, Max got... Um, He's on this kick now where he feels you can't get paper towels anywhere, which I think is starting to not be true. But uh, now anytime he sees them, he's like, oh, we got to get some. Like, who knows when we'll... Now we have probably 20 rolls. So, like, we're good. Like, no more buying paper towels. We're good. For a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we talking about next? What's next? What do you want to talk about next? I'm looking at your list. It says, what's next? A couple more weeks. Um, yeah, we had a couple more weeks. Yeah. I so, think my note was predict, predicting what's next. We're here through April 7th. I don't think much past April 7th they're going to be able to do. We were talking about this in the car today while we were running our errands. It, it It's... You can get people to mostly comply, and let me tell you, we are complying as much as we as as much as we humanly can. Except we're going out tomorrow to get food because we like fresh food. We like fresh food. We're healthy. We're healthy. We're still going to an essential service, uh, but he, we're not. We're not going to church on Sunday. It's closed. Didn't uh, didn't he announce the fifteen days on Monday? Yeah. Okay. So then, technically, it should be done by the thirtieth. So we're already giving him an extra week. We're giving him an extra week. So like three weeks should be enough. And I just think that in three weeks, everyone needs to calm down. And in three weeks, even if we haven't tested everyone, like if you're in the danger zone, then like stay home. But I think the rest of uh, the country needs to move on. (laughs) 
because I stand by that it's just elevated flu. We're still not getting sporting events until the middle of May. Everything's canceled until the middle of May. Well, they just did that because they have to do a lot of planning. Like, a lot of things go into that. So they don't want to have to, like, reschedule again. So they're like, if we go mid-May... I'm not going into an office and not having sports to come home to. Well, you can watch reruns. I already said I'm going to live in 2010. That's my baseball season this year. It was a good year. We won the World Series. We were underdogs. Yeah, I think after this, we're going to be putting on the 2011 Masters then, if we're living sports in the past, because that was one of the best tournaments. Okay, you knock yourself out. I thought we were going to be forcing each other to watch these. I don't know. We have multiple floors. I'm going to have to quarantine myself from my wife. <laughs> that's healthy. That's, that's, that's healthy. All right. Shall we uh, shall we wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. We're gonna do another one tomorrow for sure. Lent Fridays. We've been do we've been do talking about on Lent Fridays. We were supposed to do this one yesterday. We just didn't. We've been talking with family this entire week constantly. A lot of family. Time. A lot of family FaceTiming. So this is the first time we had an opportunity to knock one of these out. And tomorrow we'll probably do a weekly recap. Surprised by the number of people using Zoom like as a personal thing, like calling up family members on Zoom. I'm like, have we not when heard of this happen? It's like all over, and I don't understand. Like, why are we not using FaceTime? You know, you could do a group chat with FaceTime. Remember that app house party before facetime had the multiple callers yeah it drained your battery you had like a 15 minute call and your phone was dead probably why the app doesn't exist anymore so instead of the trump tweet of the day we're going to play this quote into into the microphone into the microphone all right let me turn up my volume Oy. give me a second here i just want to make sure it works out correctly all okay. right here we go trump tweet of the day we love you Talk tomorrow. <laughs> okay, just play it. Just play it. Do you um, have any guidance for Congress? Should they? I know all of them, and uh, I don't know if they're sitting like you people are sitting. You're actually sitting too close. You should really. We should probably get rid of about. Another 75, 80% of you. I'll have just two or three that I like in this room. I think that's a great way of doing it. We just figured a new way of doing it. Uh, but you're actually much too close. You, know, you two, you should leave immediately. But, but look, look. Uh, you should leave. All right. Till next time, folks.